With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our toll-free number here in the garden, same as it is every weekend. It's 800-823-8255. Good morning. I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy. We'll talk, we're talk, we will talk, and we are talking about yardening 2023. Can we, Can we talk? No, we cannot. Uh, 2023, and uh, boy, we're moving right into it. We're already two weeks into the two, uh, uh, January. Got the, the Arbor Dock on the text saying, hey, you know, we got you talking about Groundhog Day being around the corner because we always pit – the uh, Arbor Dock, Ron Rothis against uh, Punxsutawney Phil and Buckeye Chuck and all the other ones out there, the uh, prognosticators, um, and put them all together and see where Ron fits into that whole scheme. So, yeah, we'll have him on and get, let him give his prediction uh, for the uh, spring. Uh, will be uh, you know six weeks of winter weather. Either way, it's still six weeks of winter. But nevertheless, uh, we'll get his predictions uh, coming up here. Very Two weeks, two weeks. Can you believe that? Right around the corner. So you better make sure you're getting your planning done right away. Have you ordered your catalogs yet? Have you gotten your seed catalogs just to give you some inspiration to get, uh, you know, if you've had got some seeds on there that you can't find anywhere else, can't find them at your local independent garden center, you need to get them ordered right away so they get them shipped to you and you're ready to go when the spring season breaks. By the way, um, if you if you're not sure where to go to find seed catalogs, all right, there are several websites that are available for you that you can go to that have like their top 25 listed for you. Homesteading where you are, homesteadingwhereyouare.com has a listing of 26 free C catalogs. All right, it's called Homesteading Where You Are. Another one is almanac.com. Yes, it comes from the uh, gardener's old farmer's almanac. It's called almanac.com. Go to their website. They have an entire listing for you that you can click on uh, and, and take it from there. They'll, and they'll, you can download them, digital, whatever. And the other one is called ruralsprout.com. Ruralsprout.com. And you can click on there and then click on the ones they have listed. Uh, and they will give you uh, send you their catalogs, or you can download them as well. So, again, get on that right away so you get those mailed out. You know, the... Some situations the mail's a little slow. In some cases, you might want to uh, just download the digital one and uh, watch it, look at it on your computer uh, rather than trying to get a physical one uh, mailed to you. By the way, I had some uh, one of our listeners email me this week, and I had mentioned uh, Katazawa Seed Company for Asian greens and that type of thing. And he said, boy, you know, we heard about that. We've been using Katazawa for uh, several years. 
a great catalog. And that is one you want to download print or print it out uh, and then use it at home or, or just digitally uh, go through the catalog. They're out of California. Been doing this for 100 years. Specializing in Asian vegetables, Asian greens. Um, and it's a great one for a reference source and for ordering if you can't seem to find those. And Asian greens becoming very, very, very popular uh, as we go along in Asian cooking. So, uh, yeah, and you should, should be seeing more of those showing up at your local independent garden centers as well. So be sure and check that one out. Of course, uh, Baker's Creek is a great one. Burpee catalog. You always have to get burpee. See what's on the front cover. Vivacious, I believe, is the tomato they've got uh, posted this year for you. Kind of an orange, uh, almost a grape-type shape, but it's big. Uh, tomato that uh, you'll be able to find at your local independent garden centers. Uh, totally tomatoes. If you're into tomatoes, I love that one. It's a great catalog. Don't forget Gardener Supply for a gardening supply catalog. Indiana Berry, uh, indianaberry.com, a berry and plant guide. And they'll mail that to you, and it is outstanding. Stark Brothers, always enjoy those for the fruit trees and fruits and berries. And, of course, Johnny's Seeds. And I'll tell you, Johnny's Seeds, great information, shows you how to, to grow and to plant and things like that. The thing I like about Johnny Seeds, uh, and you can also get signed up for their e their weekly e uh, newsletter, they are offering now, and a lot of uh, these places are offering this, by the way, so you have no excuse, webinars over the winter that you can join in talking about the different tomato varieties, how to grow peppers, whatever it may be. And they have a free webinar. This is Johnny's Seeds, which I believe are celebrating their 50th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, And Johnny, there's actually a Johnny started when he was a kid selling seeds, uh, collecting seeds and selling. Great story. So go to their website and check it out, Johnny's, johnnyseeds.com. Uh, but they have a webinar coming up Thursday, January the 19th at 2 o'clock. Uh, space is limited. Tomato varieties and trends, how breeding influences your seed selection. Talk about the, the different types of tomatoes, the trends that are going on out there. Um, disease-resistant, market-type flavor, adaptations, et cetera, et cetera, uh, by their specialty folks, uh, tomato specialists. So, again, things like that, and it's free. And I will be there for that one to just to be sure and check that out. But, again, a lot of these companies are offering these types of webinars for you to learn um, over the wintertime. So be sure and take advantage of those. Sit right at your computer and get all the great information, just like you can with our show, listening to our show. And, of course, don't forget, you can you can uh, download our podcast as well. Listen to us anytime you'd like. Uh, do the iHeart app. It's absolutely free. Or go to our website at ronwilsononline.com. The other thing I like with, uh, the, the, that I like to use with Johnny's Seeds Catalog is not only the great selection, but they do a great job with microgreen seeds. Salad greens, sprouts, they do all of that. And, you know, if you combine the uh, knowing nature uh, microgreen kits, which are really easy to do on your windowsill. Go to their website, knowingnature.com. Uh, and they do offer also microgreens, uh, but the selection at Johnny Seeds is crazy. Um, boy, you can have all kinds. As a matter of fact, I thought of this last night because we uh, ate out at a uh, pizza place, and they had an arugula salad. But within the arugula salad was a combination of different types of microgreens, that someone is growing for them locally, and it was outstanding. I mean, the fla flavors, that are, the assorted flavors from those microgreens are crazy. And you don't think about all of the things that can be grown as microgreens, but let me just real quick run through some stuff here. Arugula, broccoli, cabbage, cress, kale, mustard greens, 
uh, bok choy, radishes. I love the bite of the radish. Uh, microgreen, unbelievable. Uh, most all of the Asian greens, alfalfa, amaranth, beets, carrot greens, purslane, scallion greens, uh, cilantro, borage, basil, fennel, marigolds, hyssop, parsley, sorrel. I mean, these are all things, uh, um, sunflowers, these are all things that can be grown as a microgreen and added to your salad. They all usually mature. Most of them are within a two-week period. Some of the slower-growing microgreens may take two to three weeks, but uh, unbelievable what you can grow. But again, Johnny's Seeds has a great catalog for the microgreens as well. So anyway, point being is get on and get your catalogs in hand, whether they're digital uh, or the physical catalog, and uh, do some inspirational uh, reading. And, of course, you can learn a lot through those as well. Um, and it's just a lot of fun this time of the year. And, of course, get your seeds ordered as quickly as you can because uh, spring is right around the corner and you want to be ready to go. In the meantime, you should be growing your own greens under a shop light. And you should be growing your own microgreens, uh, you know, on the windowsill using your Knowing Nature microgreen kits. And, of course, their seeds or from Johnny Seeds or wherever you get them from doesn't matter. But you should be growing your own greens and your own microgreens because it's very, very easy to do. Before we take a break, let's talk to Brent in Cincinnati. Brent, good morning. Good morning, Yes, Ron. sir. Yes, sir. Um, we've, uh, we have mountain laurel in a number of our uh, beds across the front of our house. We've mm-hmm. been here about six years. Uh, they've always been nice and green through the winter, but now they're all brown because of our sub-zero temperatures we had earlier, I, I believe. And just wondering if are they going to come back or do you have any opinion? I do have an opinion. And you're right. Um, they have done exceptionally well for about the last six or seven years. But about eight years ago, this happened. And we also uh, had the same thing happen to the laurels and the hollies and the boxwood and things like that. But laurel seems to right now looking around the landscapes to have taken it on the chin the worst although I'm seeing now pictures of uh, blue hollies that are starting to turn black, boxwood really bronzing up, Japanese yews bronzing up, my blue atlas cedar needles are starting to turn brown and fall. And that is all the results of that, uh, obviously, that negative uh, you know, temperature that we went from 60 to minus 7, nine, minus 9 in, what, a 12-hour period? And I, th- I think what happened, Brent, too, is the fact that these plants weren't just – they just weren't ready for the winter yet. You know, we had a fairly warm fall, really hadn't hardened off, and I think it caught everybody by – those plants by surprise. So that's what you're seeing. So question, your question is, what's going to happen at this stage? I don't – as I'm looking at them right now, I don't see stem damage. I can't tell, but I don't think we're seeing any bud damage. But it's a matter of wait and see. That's all we can do. And so we just wait it out. It takes a while for those leaves to fall off. So they're going to hang on there over the winter time. They're going to hang on there into the spring season. Eventually they will drop. But what we wound up doing seven or eight years ago when this happened uh, back then is we wound up, some of them, cutting some of the ends off, doing a little bit of end pruning to help stimulate the new buds to, to leaf back out. We did a little light feeding with like a holly tone and that type of thing around the base, watered it in and try to give them a little bit of a boost to leaf back out. Many of them did, 
Some of them were a little bit thin, and some of them did not leaf back out. So it's going to be a wait and see. You've got to be patient. Give them plenty of time in the spring to tell you what they're going to do. But as of right now, you can't do anything for them. We just wait this thing out and then go from there. And then, like I say, it may be a matter of some tip pruning, a little bit of light feeding, watering it in, try to boost them along a bit. But it's a wait and see at this stage. And yours aren't the only one. You look around, they really got nipped all around the uh, the, uh, the entire landscapes, more so in some areas than others, but they all got nipped. There's no doubt. Okay. And keep our fingers crossed. And keep okay. your fingers crossed. That's all you can do at this stage. Okay. Thanks, Ron. All right, Brent. Good talking to you. And, and again, that was uh, coming back from the break. That was the thing I was going to lead off with here, talking after the catalogs about this winter damage that we're seeing. We talked to a gentleman from South Carolina. You know, there's the palms that were hardy to 20 degrees. Well, they got down to 12. Now those those the fronds on those ponds, those leaves, they're all white. Getting lots of pictures from uh, from Carolina, South Carolina right now. These white leaves. What do I do? Well, their leaves are done. They're toast. You can you can clip those off if you want or leave them on. It's up to you. Uh, and, again, it becomes a wait and see what kind of damages happen to those stems and the buds down below. Hopefully they'll relief in the springtime. You see the new leaves coming out, but we can't do anything about it besides keep our fingers crossed and wait and see what happens. Quick break. We come back. Harold from Alabama. You're coming up next. Phone line's open for you at 800-823-8255 here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Green thumb or not, Ron can help at 1-800-823-TALK. This is In the Garden with Ron Wilson. plumbing and drain systems, maintenance is the key if you want to keep it working right. Hey, Gary Selvin here from my friends at Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Water Cleanup. If you like to do your own maintenance, check out rotorooter.com for helpful videos, blogs, and seasonal information that'll allow you to keep your plumbing in top form. And if you get over your head or you don't have the time to DIY, Roto-Rooter's expert plumbers are always ready to help 24-7. Visit rotorooter.com or call 1-800-GET-ROTO. I can't emphasize enough the need to have a backup sump pump to prevent flooding, especially if you have a finished basement. Now, I really like Zoller's new 540 Flex Water Powered Backup. It takes over when the primary sump system fails. The Flex is given its name for the rotatable elbow that allows for either vertical or horizontal installation. No electricity or batteries protect your home from flooding. Ask your plumber to install the Zoller 540 Flex Water Powered Backup. For more info, visit ZollerPumps.com. Winter's cold and rusty so like they say don't bust your knuckles bust your nuts with pb blaster the number one selling penetrant for breaking free rusted or corroded parts since 1957 blaster offers a full family of professional grade products that are formulated to penetrate lubricate loosen fix and conquer each job like blaster silicone lube great for snowblowers and shovels to keep the snow from sticking just pick up blaster products at a home auto or hardware store near you and always use blaster products and work it like a pro jaws the just Ed Water System has the right cleaning solution for every room in your home, and Jaws reusable spray bottles are the right solution to reduce single-use plastic bottles. Jaws bottles and refill pods of concentrated cleaner are the future of cleaning, saving storage space and protecting the environment. 
the glass cleaner, one of my favorites, but you have to try their bathroom and multi-purpose cleaners and the new cream cleanser. They give you that same streak-free shine. Free shipping when you try the ultimate kit, JawsCleans.com. Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Back to our uh, gardening phone lines. We shall go to Alabama Roll Tide. Harold, good morning. Morning, Ron. Roll Tide to you, my friend. Are we at the Atlanta Gift Mart this weekend? Driving down as we speak, 37 degrees. A <laughs> little, little chilly, I would imagine. Hey, you know what? A lot of folks don't know, don't know yeah. that you you are actually in the uh, uh, patio furniture business and... Uh, have a right. com- have a company that uh, a huge company that that does this. You see trends every year. What's the trend? Uh, what kind of trends are you seeing in patio furniture over the last couple years with all the uh, focus on outdoor living? Teak 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 has gone crazy. Um, you know, it used to be the resin wickers, but now teak furniture is absolutely just blown up. Everybody wants it. There is. There were some bad rumors in the market that there was a shortage of teak. Right. There's not a shortage. Uh, there's not a shortage of trees. There's just a shortage of countries: Indonesia, Malaysia, Burma. You really don't want to deal with Burma because of their human rights violations. But we do Indonesia and Malaysia. Uh, it's just the government's controlling the cutting, the supply and demand. They'll they're, they're cutting less trees, drive the price up. That's what happened. Wow. So teak, teak is hot. I also, I also, I'm sorry, go on, Ron. No, go ahead. I was just saying, so teak is hot. What else are we seeing? Well, your resin wickers have, have still continue. But also, too, we're seeing a lot of the, I for the lack of a better word, plastic. You, know, you see your plastic Adirondack chairs. It's made out of polyethylene. I mean, basically recycled milk jugs and the leader in that industry, they're very good friends of mine. I actually saw them yesterday. It's Hollywood. They make a great product. It's got a great green story behind it. It's uh, recycled milk jugs. And we we have a product made out of polystyrene, which is a little different. Not as much recycle in it, but when you put recycle, your UV goes way down. Um, but here's the other interesting thing is the fabric people. The fabric people have gotten into the recycled uh, plastic bottles, weaving it into yarn and making it into outdoor fabric. Uh, we've got, I think we've got 14 fabrics in our line, and a sofa cushion will will use 375 plastic bottles out of the ocean. So it's a great it's a great green story. Wow! It's not a it's not a sun it's not a sunbrella fabric. It's a competitor. Um, the UV on it is, it's not as good as Sunbrella, but it's, it's probably 80%, but it's, it's a great green story. I mean, we actually, 
our little advertising placards we put there in our showroom says 350 plastic bottles made this made this sofa cushion. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it's funny. Yeah, I've been actually, uh, I've been with my company last Thursday was 30 years. So, um, been quite a while. Quite oh, did a while. you start that when you were 17? Of course I did. You yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> I, is, is Sullivan coming on today? Oh, yeah. He's he's going to be on. Uh, ask him that question. I sent you the email on yesterday. Is it really... Is it really a national championship if you don't beat Bama on the way? <laughs> I like that. I thought it was good. I heard that on a sports talk radio driving over Wednesday, and I said, "I said, Dad, come, that's a great line. I got to use that one." <laughs> that is, that is so, a, that is a no doubt about it. Hey, we got to go. Have a safe trip down to okay, Atlanta. Man. Good talking to you, and uh, and roll tide. Roll there tide. you go. All right. Always fun. He has a really nice, huge company. Uh, and a patio for I didn't know this till a couple years ago. Sent me a catalog, and uh, so you know, seeing the trends and colors and all that kind of thing. But great to see the recycling being used in the outdoor furniture as well. Here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden, and he's Ron Wilson. So if you're tired of scrubbing your shower, you need Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner. Gary Sullivan here. Spray it on today and rinse tomorrow. Once a week, spray it on all your tub and shower surfaces, even glass doors. The next day, simply rinse clean with Wet and Forget Shower. You can breathe easy because there's no harsh fumes and no scrubbing. Make cleaning easy. Pick up Wet and Forget Shower at Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards, Meyer, Ace, or visit wetandforget.com to find a store near you. I talk about a lot of products that can make your life easier, and I use and love Tear Mender. It's been around since 1932. It's an adhesive to repair tears in all types of clothes. Clothing, fabrics, leather, vinyl, footwear, and buttons. Tear Mender can also repair canvas awnings, tents, carpet, and fabric furniture. It's one product you got to have around your home. And it's a must-have for all your winter projects. Tear Mender is available at your local hardware store, Amazon, or find a store at TearMender.com and more great make-do and mend solutions and ideas. Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number, 800-823-8255, talking about gardening. Uh, back to the gardening phone lines, we shall go. Hyde Park, Joe, good morning. Good morning, Ron. How are you today? Great, sir. And yourself? 
I'm excellent, and I am a regular listener. I appreciate your passion and your knowledge for gardening. Thank you. Last uh, last December, you mentioned that some of the retailers are discounting bulbs, and so I went out and got some amaryllis and paper whites. And you're right, they were, I think, 50% off. And so they, they came in kits, so they had a pot and soil with them and then instructions. Mm-hmm. The uh, paper whites are doing great. They, in fact, they just started flowering this week. So I appreciate the tip. The amaryllis, though, is not doing much of anything. I have them in a south-facing windowsill area, mm-hmm. and so it's getting some sun. We haven't had a lot of sun. One, and I also uh, asked you for your tip sheet, which you sent. Thank you. And it said on there that the pot should have holes in the bottom for drainage. Well, this pot doesn't have holes in the bottom, but I'm not watering it because it's it's not getting dry because we haven't had a lot of sun. Right. But the emer- and the, and you also mentioned that we should look at the bulbs before we purchase them, so mm-hmm. make sure they're not av- already. Um, what would you say the bulbs uh, growing, so yes, to speak? Right. The amaryllis, the amaryllis does have oh I don't know maybe a half inch or a one inch green spot sticking out of it. That's but good. It's not growing. Yeah, no, that's good. That's what that's the way you want it. Sometimes you'll open those kits up and the actual flower stalk has started to come out and wrap around the inside of the pot, and that's not what you want. So what you have is good, and the foliage that is sticking up is good. And really, you're not going to see that foliage do much of anything until after it's done flowering. And once the flower stalk gets up and flowers, then you'll start to see the foliage come on uh, with that a little bit later on. So sit tight. I just potted one up probably about, oh, I don't know, two weeks ago, and it's just now starting to show a little bit of growth. So sometimes it can take two or three weeks sitting there before they finally start to go. Now, uh, you're right. Some of those don't have holes in the bottom. Some come in those, like, 10 containers, uh, so they don't have any drainage. So you have to be very careful about not overwatering. But you want to make sure you keep uh, even moisture in that mix. And most of the – was it a compressed block that you you put – Yes, it was. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it would help if I aerated the soil, like poke some holes in it, and also uh, should I fertilize it? I have nope. some worm castings that I've been using for other houseplants, and it, they help. So I don't know if it would help amaryllis. Yeah, you can. But, again, the, the bulb's just going to sit there for – it could sit there for a couple weeks or so, and then all of a sudden it will take off. So, you know, just be patient with it. I think you'll see it will come around and finally, finally start to go for you. If you want to put some of the worm castings in there, that's great. I think once it's done up and done flowering and the new growth starts to come on, that's if you want to continue to grow this thing on. That's when we really start to feed it. And they are high feeders, so about every other time or so you feed, if you use a water-soluble fertilizer, you want to give it a shot of fertilizer uh, and go. And if you're going to grow it on, like all summer, in that container, you might want to just go ahead and poke some holes in the bottom of it either now and put it in a saucer uh, drill some holes in it, or eventually put holes in it so it will drain so you're able to you know, water it without worrying about it staying too soggy. But I think the thing is just be patient with it. They will come for you. As long as the bulb feels solid and there's a little green nub on the top of it, you should be good to go. Well, yes, I'm going to plant some uh, holes in the bottom today. I was planning on it. Yeah. And, uh, again, I appreciate what you do, hey, and uh, thanks for your help. Hey, go Bengals. Hey, hey, go Bengals. Hey, Joe, hang on a second. You said the paper whites are flowering yes. for you? Yes. Do you like the fragrance? 
Yeah, I didn't know that they had that much fragrance, but yes, it's, it's is that great. A, is that amazing or what? And lot, some folks don't like that. They start to flower, and it's just too overwhelming. And I've I've known folks have taken those and thrown them away because they couldn't stand it. But it's a, it's a very pungent, uh, it's very strong fragrance. Is it possible to cut the flowers and then they'll have more flowers? Nope, it's a one-time deal, and that is one bulb that you will just throw away. It's a, it's a pitch out. So once you're done with it, it's hard to get those to reflower. We just throw that one away. Amaryllis, on the other hand, we can't get it to reflower year after year. So they're a one and done on those. All right. Well, you enjoy your weekend, Ron. Thank right, you. All right, and go Joe, Bengals. And go Bengals. You got it. I appreciate the call. And, again, uh, next thing on my list after talking about the cold damages that we've seen out there, and to be patient, if you're in an area that the temperature suddenly dropped before Christmas and we're seeing broadleaf evergreens, laurels, hollies, boxwood, rhododendrons, some magnolias, uh, viburnum, some of the semi-evergreen viburnums, their leaves on the top are just toast. Well, there's hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed that the buds aren't didn't get nipped the stems didn't get nipped. Now, if they did, we wind up cutting them back a little bit. We can force them to come back out in the springtime, but you must be patient with them in the spring and see what's going to happen. Needled evergreens, and we're seeing some boxwood, too, starting to bronze up pretty badly. But needled evergreens, I'm seeing Japanese yews uh, that are really starting to bronze up more than I've seen in a long time. Again, don't panic. Nothing you can do. Just stick with them. Let them show you what they're going to do in the spring. My Blue Atlas Cedar that I've been uh, babying for two years, looking really good. Spent the big bucks on this bad boy, and she's beautiful. But, uh, again, all of a sudden now starting to see some browning on those needles. Not good. I've seen this happen before. But in many cases, I've also seen those buds come out in the springtime, needle back out again. They're a little bit thinner than usual, and they do thicken back up over time. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, I was disappointed to see it starting to, to turn brown a little bit. So, again, I, nothing I can do about it at this stage. Um, it was well watered up to that point. You know, that wasn't the issue. It's just a matter of I still think it was so warm going up to that point. We had had a cold snap, but it was so warm up to that point, a lot of these plants still weren't hardened off going into the winter, um, hadn't adjusted yet. And that cold, sudden cold drop, when because it was still within the realm of our uh, zone, cold temperatures for the winter still within that realm but that sudden drop like that's tough and it's especially on the broadleaf evergreens just really does a number laurels especially and the microclimate in which they are growing within your landscape can play a major role as well but as i'm looking around right now we're seeing pretty good hit on most all of them so be patient one last thing we'll take a break talk to gary sullivan talking about that amaryllis and uh, if you did buy those kits good for you uh, and a lot of folks send me pictures now saying, look, I bought the kits and it's starting to flower and this is great and, and, and all of that. I had a friend of mine who listens to our show said that she got a couple and they are the wax-covered amaryllis bulbs. And what they've done is they've taken amaryllis bulbs, dipped them in wax, and then set them down so they'd create a flat bottom. So you don't, put them, you don't pot them up. You just set them on the counter, on the table or whatever, and let them do their thing within what moisture and nutrients the bulb itself has to offer. And they'll come up, they'll flower for you, and then typically looking at a throwaway. That's what they're intended there. But you can peel that wax off and pot it up and continue to grow it on and get that to flower again for you next year. So if you've got one of the waxed ones, uh, once it's done flowering, I would take the wax off. I would go ahead and pot it up. Put it like in an 8- or 10-inch pot. Um, you bury it just to the below the, you know, the bottom of the neck, 
and uh, and get that thing growing in the pot, and then see what we can do as far as getting it to reflower next fall. And again, if you need that tip sheet, I've got it for you. Just email me. I'll send it to you on how to get the amaryllis to reflower next season. 800-823-8255. That's our number. RonWilsonOnline.com is our uh, website. Facebook page in the Garden with Ron Wilson. Coming up next, Gary Sullivan with some home improvement here in the Garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden and he's Ron Wilson. Well, I bet you're spending more time than you have before in your basement, whether it's now your gym, office, or playroom for the kids. The air in your basement is arguably the worst air quality in the entire house. The EPA tells us to ventilate below grade spaces to ensure proper air exchange. The Easy Breathe ventilation system creates healthy homes by reducing allergens, molds, mildews, bacteria, and other airborne particles by 85%. So don't wait. Call 866-822-7328 or visit easybreathe.com. Well, our friends at Awesome are working hard to make your cleaning jobs easier. Awesome works to remove gunk and goo caused by biofilm buildup in jetted bathtubs, spas, swimming pools, washing machines, garbage disposals, and shower drains. Black flakes, bad odors, and slow drains are history when the power of Awesome is unleashed. Awesome is non-corrosive, septic safe, and works fast. I've been using Awesome in my home with great results for years. Proudly made in the USA. Get it clean. Keep it clean. Get Awesome. A-H-H-S-O-M-E dot com. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Love this one. Anyone who thinks gardening begins in spring and ends in the fall is missing the best part of the whole year. For gardening begins in January with the dream. Couldn't have said it better myself. Josephine Nuis said that many, many years ago, and I totally agree with her 100%. Same goes with home improvement, although you can do things indoors over the winter time, and speaking of which, it's time for the man, the myth, the legend, the most listened to home improvement show host in the entire solar system. His website, GarySullivanOnline.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Gary Sullivan. Mr. Wilson, the difference between a gardener and a home improvement person in the wintertime is a gardener sits on the sofa and looks at seed catalogs, and the home improvement guy is painting rooms. What do you think? Um, <laughs> Come on, come on. Come I don't on. sit on a couch and look at that. Well, the recliner, same thing. Yeah, the recliner would be a different story. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, we're doing stuff, too. We're out there working on the warmer days. We're not kicking back like you, Gary. Yeah, we're, we're about, you know, on warmer days, you're out getting stuff taken care of. And, of course, you're right. gardening indoors and the house plants and the microgreens. And you're hanging out in the greenhouse. And you're hanging out working in the greenhouse, getting stuff grown for next year and getting things reset for the, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, by, by the way, I hate to tell you this, but I uh, I read an article this past week, which uh, 
which I oh. thought of you, obviously. I think of you all the time. You ever, you ever I, notice that? Every time we talk, I, I, I think, think of you. That. I thank you for that. This person said, it seems I haven't written the words color of the year in the last three weeks, maybe four. <laughs> Sarcastically speaking. Yeah. Someone wanted to know, so what do you do with, what, is there anything in our industry we can do with these color of the years? And, of course, as I've mentioned, and as the answer was, many of the plant breeders today are showing you, yes, these are the colors that will match up with colors of the year, uh, i.e. Viva Magenta, which is Pantone's. But I don't know. Did you notice, uh, did you see Benjamin Moore had theirs? No. And it's raspberry. I gave up on them. Raspberry Blush. I'll have one. A vivacious shade of coral, tinged with pink. That enlivens the senses with an electric optimism. You know, you and I got tired of the color a year before <laughs> anybody else did. I remember probably three years ago, it's like, we're not going to just talk about all these other color of the no. years. This is crazy. Uh, it's just really, I tell you, it's the worst in all the hydrangeas that are coming. But the, the, the whole thing that's out there, the end of the, there's a quote at the very end of this thing, which I thought was great. It says, the world is full of color. Let's use it no matter which color we use. And it's quoted by home improvement expert Gary Sullivan. Well, good. What a great quote, Gary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, the one that's kind of hawking me off more than any of the color of the year now is the color of the month. Color of the month? I, I get an email from Sherwin-Williams. In a way, I say honk it off, but actually the colors are like, oh, that one's pretty cool. Ooh, I like that. It's just their way of getting out color. Color sure. sells paint. Exactly. Not many people go like, hey, I'm going to paint because I want to protect my door woodwork better or something. You know, obviously you do. That's the sole purpose of paint, right? Right. Just to protect the drywall, protect the wood. Nobody paints it for is? that reason, though. They paint for color. It's not color. to make you happy? Uh, it's not to get the right color you want in no, there? No, oh. no. It's everybody wants pizzazz. So they sell color. They don't sell all the time. You know, when was the last time you saw a paint commercial selling quality? It's really about the color uh, and what yeah. they can do. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the sexy part of painting, if you will. Well, then you go to. So now it's gone too far. Then you go Imagine to buy that. that color. You pick the color out. Then you go to buy it. And it's like, which one do I buy? Semi-gloss, gloss, flat, oh, yeah. satin, buy interior, exterior, flat oil-based, water-based. scrubbable or as scrubbable as the old semi-glosses were. If you get the high-end quality paint. Now, you can buy our high-end at $29 a gallon, or low-end, or the high-end of the same paint, same color, uh, for $59 a gallon. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Then you're like, what do I want? You know, you get a lot more in the $59. Now, you can buy the $29, just get good quality uh, tools to apply that paint. But quite honestly, you know, the 59 is more fade resistance. It's more scrubbable, which means you can get a flat or a matte finish and then have it scrub up like a semi-gloss. It's going to cover better. It's going to self-prime. It's going to last longer. You know, it's if you want to change the color every two years, get to $29 stuff. So 29 but I know you're all about easy. I am all about easy. So you got to spend a little bit more. So it's whatever the whatever the painter decides to call. Ah, yeah, that's about the easiest way you wrong. can go there, Mr. Wilson. Wrong. You know, <laughs> you know that's wrong. That is wrong. You know, I I've know been painting. I'm the one with helping the wife paint. We You're haven't done helping? that for we haven't done that for a while though. I was going to say there for a while you were on a real. Streak. Yeah, we were on a roll for a while. We still haven't gotten that finished. We kind of stopped. I think we both got tired of doing it. You just got quit. You just quit. Yeah, we just stopped. You can't just quit. Well, we did. 
Oh my gosh. Well, call me up. I'll you. swing over. No, you won't. Help you out. No, you wouldn't. Sure, I will. No, I'll you bring wouldn't. My little truck with me, my little 54 <laughs> buckets of paint, my little you got tippet jar with refills in it. I, I, no, extendable ladders on the top. Yeah. No, I won't. I thought about it now. I think I'll change my mind. I think I'll sit on the couch with you, though, and look at seed catalogs. All right. We can share seed catalogs. I mean, that is a big thing, right? I mean, everybody's yeah. doing that. And well, how yeah. many types of hydrangeas are there now? Too many. <laughs> it's the you know what and it's the macrophylos are real easy to i guess to uh, breed and they are just they're coming up with so Everywhere. many selections it's like come on you can't even enough. answer the question anymore right no I mean, it's like oh my god where did I you find that one who yeah. heard of that i never heard of that that was bob down the street bred that one i guess i don't know so yeah there's a bunch of them that's so like day lilies i think there's over fifty thousand registered day lilies really yeah because they're, you know, plant breeders come up with that. You know, there is one for the uh, garden show. There is? Harold, yeah. As uh, uh, J.R. Blanton developed okay. one. He's a, he's a daylily plant breeder. He developed one about uh, 12 years ago and named it uh, In the Garden. Ah, yeah. nice. And it's, uh, it's a pretty cool one. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So He's always thinking of you also. No, but uh, I think they, <laughs> they did have one or two of them. They auctioned them off, you know, and got a couple hundred bucks for them. So. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Eh, that is cool. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with the garden. I haven't got that excited yet. You don't do anything with the garden. Well, I meant landscape. You plant so flowers I, where Sue wants flowers. I do yeah. whatever Sue wants. Exactly. And, then, and she I throws mean, shoes. On. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, that's right. Last year, we had, no, two years ago, we had a rabbit issue. Then we had the bird issue. Remember the bird that was honking us off building the nest right above the door? The robin. Well, yeah, the robin was, was tearing apart happy. your petunias. Oh, he was picking the petunias to build his nest. To build the and nest. Then, and then the straw was falling. Oh, it was a first world problem. It was all over the front. Gary, this isn't supposed <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Oh, here I come. Here I come. <laughs> so what's hot in the home improvement uh, world this well, week? Well, I guess the big news was all about the um, conversations on gas stoves, right? Yeah, I caught that and this I week. And I put something I love up. cooking on good gas well, stoves. Well, so do I. I love gas stoves. And and you know, but you got to look at the bigger the bigger issue. The issue and eh, gas stoves, who knows. So there's three gases, carbon monoxide, radon, natural gas. That's in our homes, right? Mm -hmm. So why did all of a sudden gas stoves become an issue? Yeah, why did they? Well, what I'm thinking and what we're going to discuss today, because I'm having some, you know, indoor air quality experts on, I think it's the same thing I've been preaching for about 20 years now. As our homes get tighter and more energy efficient, they don't breathe as easy and we need to incorporate ventilation, mm. controlled ventilation. You know, back when gas stoves were around, I heard somebody say, oh, you, you can't get rid of all the uh, gas stoves. My goodness, Brooklyn, New York, nobody'd be able to cook. Well, think about those houses back then. They were non-energy efficient. Some of them still are. The, you know, the wind would blow right through the house. It would ventilate your house. No problem. But now right. we had insulation into the walls. We put weather stripping around doors and windows. We've tightened up our homes so much that we are trapping gases in our home. There, there's no doubt about that. But I think the answer rather than start banning stuff is controlled ventilation. So that's, that makes sense. so is that, that is the issue 
I, I'm sure it is. I mean, I, this is my opinion. Right. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody even talk about that, but I think you got to look at the bigger picture. And our homes are tighter. They've been getting tighter. They don't breathe as easy, and we got to have controlled ventilation. And that's Gary Sullivan, always looking ahead and always looking at the bigger picture. Thank you, you, sir. Go. You bet. <laughs> always a pleasure talking with you. Gary Sullivan, online.com. Thanks to all of our callers. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks, of course, to Danny Sullivan. Danny Sullivan? Danny Gleason. You know who Danny Sullivan is? What? Race car driver. Danny Gleason, our producer, because without Danny, none of this stuff would happen. Now, do yourself a favor. Thanks, Dan. Uh, think about where you're going to plant that tree or two or three. Where are you going to plant those native plants this year, those native ours? Be pollinator-friendly. Don't forget about pampering those worms. Get your kids and dogs involved with gardening. By all means, have the best weekend of your life. See ya. yourself gardener at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.